couple years down the road, you uh, you wake up one morning. You wake up to the sound of a trash truck outside your window. Ugh. It's a garbage truck. You know, you hear you hear the roar of it bounce off the brick, and it's like the first thing that just wakes you up. You know, it's just it's just a, a loud abrasive noise that yanks you from your sleep, and you're immediately awake. And there's no fucking way you're gonna fall back asleep. Yeah, I remember that. That used to happen to me when I was a kid on Fridays. So this is a Friday trash day. You wake up. Like, son of a bitch. It's just like a shitty way to wake up, you know? You you look at your alarm. You got like 30 minutes until your alarm's supposed to go off. You lay down. You just stare at the ceiling for 10 of it. Ugh. You know, it's just like, it's just the fuck. You just waste time, and it just it just, it just sucks. It's a shitty way to wake Absolutely, up. Absolutely. I hate waking up like that yeah. it is the worst the absolute worst so you're frustrated you know it's a shitty it's just like a shitty feeling and you know that when you know that moment when you're in it but you just can't do anything about it you pull out your phone mm-hmm. you just scroll scroll for 20 minutes and then your alarm goes off and you you know you just keep scrolling and then finally you got to get up and get a shower before you're late for shit you know it's a terrible way to start your day so you, uh, you know, you do, you get showered, you're going to go, uh, going to go to the grocery store. You walk out of your place and, uh, where do you normally keep your trash cans? Uh, the trash cans at my apartment. Like when you put them out. Are- we don't put the trash cans out per se. There's like a gigantic bin oh, you that we put bin. trash in, but it's to my it's like to my immediate left. So and uh, yeah, so that's that's where, that's where it's kept. That's uh, that's you've had like a trouble adjusting because now you're in a new place where you put your cans out. You got a new oh, place. So you put your cans out on the yeah. curb, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, to be to be honest, like you've uh you've missed some days and you're like you've let some trash pile up every now and then just because it's not what you're used to and it's just like a weird thing that it just you don't know why but it just slips your mind and for for one reason or another you just you just can't ever get in that consistent habit of, of doing it every single week it's just like a weird a weird thing you're starting to like leave yourself notes stuff like that but you hear yeah it, i have the, i have that with flossing i never can get into the groove of it completely yeah, you, it's like fits and starts, you know. So you uh, you hear that trash truck, you don't think anything of it. You walk outside and you see your cans sitting in like this little enclosure. And you see that they aren't on the street. You think, oh, fuck. You go about your day, just kind of like disappointed in yourself, you know. But you, you think about it and you're like, you know what? I know that I put my trash out. I know I did. Mm-hmm. Because the night before you were on a, you were on a phone call with a friend and you were just like outside talking on your phone, you know, it was a yeah. nice, nice evening. You stand outside, you're on the phone. You're like, yeah, while I'm out here, I'll just take, uh, I'll just take my trash out. And it was even like, you, you started like taking the trash can out and you closed the lid and the person you were on the phone with was like, what was that? And you're like, oh, I'm just putting my trash. And like you, you, you have like a very specific memory of that. You know that happened. Yeah, I have that. Com- I have, I do that all the time with my my friend Carrie. You know. So you, uh, the next day, Saturday is when your recycling comes. They stagger them. 
So you think like, okay, I'm going to put this recycling out tonight. You set an alarm. Make sure you put out recycling. You go, I know I'm putting this out. I'm going to photograph that I put it out. I'm going to take a video of it. Because you kind of look around and you're like, I'm new to the area. I haven't met some of these people. You're kind of like on edge. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You feel like somebody's fucking with you. Mm hmm. So you, uh, that night you go, right? You put your uh, recycling out to the curb. You take the video, take the picture. You kind of like, you make like a little thing on Instagram telling the story of like what happened. I think my neighbors are fucking with my trash. And you take like little videos of it. You know what I mean? You document the occasion. <laughs> That's a, that's a, that's a, a definite lane to be in on Instagram at that point. 100%. <laughs> people, people might be checking in on you, just like, hey, you all right? You're right, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's that's what life is at this point. So you document everything. Yeah. You go inside. You uh, watch TV. Crank, falsely. <laughs> Uh yeah sure I mean I, I mean I'd rather it be that than crank watch TV fall asleep or fall asleep crank watch TV no like well, as soon as you're as soon as you finish the crank sesh you are just like immediately <laughs> like it's like sleepy little baby you know what I mean it just puts you well, right, it's like Z's right yeah there's like little Z's coming out, yeah, of, that's out why, of my that's why my mouth. that's why you masturbate in like a sleeping bonnet because <laughs> you, you had bought a, you had bought a sleeping bonnet off of the internet. And you were like, I can't wait to try this out. And then you cranked and you felt so tired. You looked over at the bonnet. It was sitting on your nightstand. And you yeah. reached out and you go, wait. And you just fell asleep. So that's my, why you the cranking my, the jack, my jack bonnet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your jack bonnet. Yeah. It's baby blue. So you, uh, <laughs> you know, you do the whole routine. <laughs> You wake up in the morning and you look out like the first you spring out of bed, like you set an alarm for before the, the when the trucks get there, you spring yeah. out of bed, you look out the window and your fucking recycling bin is not on the street. What the fuck? So uh, you think you motherfucker, you go outside, you look and it's in the enclosure full of plastics and canes. And I and I know I know I put it. I'm not yeah. like all right. I'm not crazy. Well, you think that for a second. You have this moment. Where you're like, what the fuck is going on? Because I mean, naturally. Because like, what would you think if that happened? Yeah. You pull your phone out. You look at the Instagram story. You see it's still on there. You you like go back. You put another story up. Like somebody fucking did it. So you yeah. take another Instagram. You're just you're gramming this whole thing. You uh you yeah. take another video of you like putting it back on the curb and then just kind of like waiting. You know what I mean? Because you're convinced somebody's fucking with you. Yeah. So you wait. It's like two hours. You just kind of wait by the window. Two hours. You watch nothing but the can that whole time. There's yeah. no no music going, no noise, just you standing in silence waiting. Like an apex predator. <laughs> yeah. Waiting like a pass. raptor. Yeah. Fogging up the glass. That window's yeah. all foggy. You don't even bother wiping it. You know, you're just going to keep getting it foggier and foggier. You're hot. Yeah. So two hours goes by. The uh, truck comes by, picks up your recycling. You walk back outside, proud, you know, your chest out. 
mm-hmm. look around, put the lid on, take it back, throw it in the enclosure, and you go, not today, motherfuckers, and then you walk inside. Mm-hmm. So you, um, one of the, like, the, the person who you were talking to the first time when you took the trash can out the first time, uh, his name is uh, <laughs> Skyler Fury. <laughs> he, uh, that's a stage that's a stage name he's a he's a comedian from omaha who just like wasn't hacking oh, in new york and he's man. trying he's trying a thing but he's like insisting like he wants to be like this this persona skylar fury all american he comedian the, he wants to be is he like the, the pissed he's like the pissed comic or something because no, of fury he's he's just like he's just like an all-american comedian you know what i mean he wears okay. he wears like uh he wears like a flag bandana oh no he's a good he's a good old boy i mean he like but his comedy it's just like it's just like a persona like his comedy honestly isn't bad uh but he it's just like he just tells it from this like uh kind of proud to be an american kind of a guy you know what i mean so either way he's like a nice enough person and you uh you don't mind talking to him uh, you, you think it's kind of funny and he, he knows that it's shitty, but he's just he's a guy grasping at the last straws of a, of a career. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What a straw. The drain. Yeah. <laughs> you recognize that. And you're like, you know, this is not a person who needs who like should be turned away. You know, cause they're, yeah. they're obviously reaching out. It's somebody who it's like a heartbreaking thing. So, uh, Skyler, like, uh, he calls you and he's like, "Hey man, I saw I saw your your Instagram." He goes, "That's crazy." And you kind of like talk to him. And he, he's like, "I remember talking to you and we talked about about the trash can." He, and he's like, "Do you think people are fucking with you?" Yeah, I I mean like I want to I want to tell him it's just like something's I mean, I know like the teens will occasionally steal your packages, so like it wouldn't be weird if like they just got it in their head to just so like, you know, just fuck with my recycling. So he, he's like, "Yeah, that's so fucking strange." He goes, "You know, my aunt uh swore somebody was tearing into her trash like 6 months ago and mm. she put a camera up and the, she's like it was actually a raccoon the whole time." Oh, okay. All right. And she goes, yeah, she, she had a camera and she saw him and she thought he was just like really cute. And uh, the next night she waited outside with an apple that had been decomposing in the fridge for a few days. And oh. she lured him into her home and now they're best of friends. Oh, my. Oh, is your aunt uh, Russian or something like that? Russian people love raccoons. If you go on their Instagrams, they have raccoons for pets. He kind of like, he. you can almost hear like him writing it down. He goes, raccoons four pets he goes, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tell her about this so uh he's like he's like yeah i remember like uh the guy that she worked with was there one day when i was i popped by he was, he was really nice local guy I'll, I'll get you his card if you want to talk to him i mean yeah i i don't mind talking to a guy i could get a nest too just one of those sort of like app things i don't know i'm down to surveil i mean uh, if i can stop people from stealing my packages and moving my cans around i mean any anything is fine with me you know he's like yeah sure he goes i'll I'll get his info from my aunt i'll send it over to you so you guys end the conversation about an hour later you get a text from skylar fury (laughs) uh it says it's like a picture of a business card it's like a very like uh 
like a soft green. And it says JCMC Security. And then in quotes underneath it, it says number one for 75 years. That is a very, yes. G, uh, yeah. Yeah. So do you call them? Uh,. Yeah, 75 years. He's been going since, what, 1935? Yeah. 40? Whatever it is. You don't know how yeah. hard it is, but yeah. That's true. That's a good point. Uh, yeah, I'll give him a call. Yeah, see what he can say, see what he has to say. You give him a call. You hear this really, uh, you're like, you're like a gruff but sexy voice on the other line. I don't know if I, <laughs> if there's a way to describe it other than that, but it's a guy who's like, JC, MC Security. <laughs> well, like uh, uh like uh that say there friend like uh um, oh, like uh, a guy with the mustache sam elliott yeah sam elliott yeah no it's it's like it's a little like it's like a little edgier and sexier than that okay you know all right it's like a guy it's like a guy in the 80s was on like a marlboro commercial driving a motorcycle by a field of wheat and like a leather jacket. Yeah. It's like that guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Really, really worn out jacket. Very worn out. Like his dad was like a bomber pilot or something and he got it, but he couldn't make the force because of his eyesight. And one thing led to another. He wound up in jail doing a stint for, you know, a little bit of possession of, you know, what we all love and found himself, <laughs> came out and started riding hogs, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, who's hasn't, who hasn't uh, spent a spat? in the in the chink for a little bit of grass you know yeah man so uh that's kind of like the the picture you have in your mind when you talk to this guy right so uh he says that uh jcmc security <laughs> what do you what do you tell him um i say uh Hi, uh, I was actually referred to you uh, by a friend. I am looking just to get like a just a pretty basic security setup, um, to, or really just surveillance, honestly, and 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 you know just for my my apartment, just so I can kind of monitor a couple of things. It doesn't have to be too fancy. He cuts you off. He goes, "What kind of things?" <laughs> um. Uh, I just want to, you know, monitor, uh, like my, my packages and the garbage just to make sure it, you know, it's not being, um, improperly handled or messed with by other parties. He says, uh, is that going on right now? Right now? Well, theoretically. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, it happens. It happens every time I take out the garbage. It's or, or the recycling in this case. You hear him strike a match off of a pair of boots that has seen better days. <laughs> Blue tips. They are the bluest tips that you've ever seen. If you could see them, you would be like, I've never seen a boot with a blue tip like that blue before. And you kind of think in your moment, like, I kind of want to meet this person. So uh, he goes, uh, he's like, consultations are free. I can be over around three. <laughs> oh, uh, today? He goes, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I, I could just move a couple things around and uh, I would happy to have you come over. Yeah, it'd be great. He goes, all right. And he, he, you know, you give him the address and everything and 
You uh, you make note of it. Three o'clock. He's gonna come by. So uh, you're at home. It's like two forty-five. You kind of do that last-minute cleanup. You know what I mean? Like, do I have any dishes in uh, lying around anywhere? I got any dirty yeah. undies hiding underneath a couch from a tryst of a night past? <laughs> yeah, you don't want you don't want your place looking like a dump, you know, or, or just get it somewhat organized, you know. Yeah. So you uh you kind of wait there, three o'clock on the dot. You just hear this hog come roaring down the road. <laughs> right. <laughs> straight straight pipes like it's so loud but you can tell that he's not feeding anything into the engine you know what i mean but it's still just like window shaking loud he pulls up in front of your place turns it off he's exactly the way you thought he would look kind of faded jeans sort of a faded brown bomber leather jacket yeah he's got big hair five o'clock shadow maybe five thirty it's getting late in the evening. Who knows where it's going to go? <laughs> okay. All right. Pulls off. He's got like aviator sunglasses on. He's got a. He's got a jet black handkerchief hanging out of his pocket. Yeah. Yeah. This guy. Yeah. He's definitely ridden a big grid before. And you. Uh, he walks around from the bike and you look at it and you see his shoes and the the blue tips are almost blinding. That's how blue they are. You look at it for <laughs> okay. a second. You go, holy shit. He takes a, you don't say anything to him, but your eyes definitely get wide. And then he looks at you for a second. And it's almost like he just knows. He goes, hey, are you Danny? Sort of breathy. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that's me. Um, I, I, You're uh, JC and you're the security guy. Yeah, he uh, he walks up to you and he he uh, extends a, sh- a hand. He goes, "Yeah, that's me." You shake his hand. Yeah, I mean, his hand. I'm sure is really gnarled. So I'm really just no. He's actually like feels. he's actually like a handsome guy. He he's kind of like he looks like an all American bad boy type. You know what I mean? But just like a guy who's in like his forties. You know, but uh, a guy huh. who's like seen better days. And he he extends a hand and he goes, "Yeah, that's me." John Cougar Mellencam. John, <laughs> what? John Cougar Mellencam is a uh, a home security specialist with his own unique way of doing things. So he he looks around and uh he you're kind of like what the fuck and you put it together John Cougar Mellencam and he like walks around, he sees the enclosure, he like looks at the different spaces and he's got like a bag hanging over his shoulder. From the bag, he pulls the most pristine honeydew you have ever fucking seen. <laughs> a melon? Yeah. Does he have like uh does he have like a little thing of yogurt or like no. a cottage cheese? No, nothing in there. So he pulls he pulls this honeydew out and he kind of like looks on your porch. And he kind of like goes up and he stands there. He like squats down. He gets down on like all fours to take a real lay of the land, looking for like he's looking for a certain perspective of where he can see the most. So he like picks a spot. He kind of like clears an area like off of your porch. He moves like a plant. 
And he goes, he looks up at you and he goes, I'm going to put it right here. And he pulls a pocket knife out of his pocket. It's a little red, you know, a little classic red pocket knife. Yeah, Swiss Army. He pulls it out. He flips it open. He looks you in the eye and he cuts a perfect circle freehand. I love that. It's absolutely perfect. He like he cuts it like 99% of the way and he goes, give me your palm. (laughs) All right. I definitely extend my palm. You extend your palm. He holds the honeydew over it. He spanks the top of it. Oh, spanks it. And that little chunk that he cut out (laughs) falls into your hand. Uh, Oh, no. Yeah. 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 I don't. I uh, I can picture. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I take a bite. You eat eat a big bite. And it's like the fucking sweetest honeydew. Man, you take a you take a bite of it, and you immediately remember when you were twelve years old. It was the hottest summer on record at the time, and uh, there was a friend of yours having a birthday party at a, like a municipal pool. You know? Oh yeah. You got invited. Uh, there was a a ten dollar gift encouraged, and you know you you show up there in your fucking swim trunks. With your uh, your ten dollar gift, it was a uh, it was like a little RC car, you know, little handheld RC car. Sure, you had one just like it, and that's why you got the same one. It was your friend, uh, Donnie Phillips. It's a guy, okay. you, a guy you've known for a long time. So you show up, you uh, you jump in the pool, you know, and just like a lot of like kids you knew that were around your age were all just kind of like hanging out, swimming together, having a great fucking time. You get out, you feel your wet feet drying on hot concrete. And now you had to like skip back and forth. So you couldn't have them on there for too long. And there was a table full mm-hmm. of snacks and there was just a really ripe honeydew and you taste it. And it's the exact same taste. And uh, you kind of stare at it for a second. He go John uh, John Cougar Mellencamp. He goes pretty good, <laughs> and he reaches into his bag and he pulls out a little camera. He hits a button on the back and a small red light comes on. He sticks the camera in the hole on the melon, and he sits it down. And he goes, uh, "I'll be watching this all week. I'll let you know if I hear huh. anything." He brushes the hair from his eyes, puts his aviators back on, and climbs back on that fucking hog. All right, all right. Kickstarts, fires it right up. You hear him just like tear ass down the street. Car alarm goes off. Oh, yeah, yeah. So basically, like, over the next several days, you just don't hear anything, you know? You, uh... You basically like are expecting to hear something at some point, but your trash can isn't your trash is due to like a week later. Yeah, but on the on the on the trash day, you put everything out. You uh, you send John Cougar Mellencam a text with a picture, and you let him know you did it, and he says, "I'll be watching." So you get a call in the middle of the night. It's uh, John Cougar Mellencam. 
And he goes, hey, just had some activity on the cam. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I know what he says, but it sounds weird. <laughs> so you uh, basically, like, you go outside and you see that, like, it's been moved, right? Like, mm-hmm. the camera's been moved. And you tell him, like, hey, it's not there anymore. And he's like, oh, I'm looking back at the footage. And he goes on to describe, like, a person that you've seen around, like, somebody who lives, like, in a building down. Uh, yeah. Like you said, he's, like, a younger guy, like, one of the teens, you know? And he, uh, he's like, yeah, it looks like he's a younger kid. Because he's wearing a blue T-shirt black jeans he goes if you spot him he says he's he's bald you can see the moonlight reflecting off of his forehead he's a he's a bald teen yeah okay it's like 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 he like he bicks you know okay intentionally yeah. doesn't so uh you kind of like sit there you wait on the porch you know you you went and like moved it back out into the street. You're kind of standing in like inside on in, in through the door, like looking out, you know, just kind of waiting. And you sit on the ground. You got your phone at your side, and you wind up falling asleep with your face pressed against the glass. No. You get another phone call early in the morning. John Cougar. He goes. Congratulations. And you're like, for what? And he's like, we, weren't you watching him? And you're like, no, I, I fell asleep. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? And he hangs up on you. Ten minutes later. Oh, no. You hear the roar of that fucking hog coming down the street again. <laughs> oh, never no. Going out the next night. Same thing. He gets off in front of your house. Puts a kickstand down. He goes... I brought a sleeping bag and he's got like a, he's got like a bed roll <laughs> over his arm. He immediately lays it down. It's like 1130 in the morning. He lays it down and he crawls inside of it and just goes to sleep. <laughs> he's just in front of my New York city apartment. Just, uh, just camped out. Yeah. Camped out. So nightfall comes, he moves, uh, he, he knocks on the door. You open it and he's like, I'm going to watch from inside. He flicks like a pair of like night vision goggles down over his eyes. It's like still kind of light out. Yeah. He lays the uh, the bedroll down right by the door. And he waits. He's got the uh, night vision goggles on. He's hanging out of the he's like pretty diligent. He hasn't said a word. He hasn't like moved much at all. He's just kind of waiting there. He's got a he's got a little screen next to him with a camera. It's like a fisheye lens. We can see if people are like coming down the street. Nice. He's monitoring the melon cam out front. And it's probably like a and you turn in, right? You go to sleep. And it's probably like 1:45 in the morning. You hear uh you hear a voice in your ear. He goes, "Hey Danny. Wake Ugh. up." And it wakes you up, right? It's like like it feels like your ear is wet. So you like wake up, right? You uh, he, he's standing there in front of you, and he goes, "He's out there right now," 
and you look out through your window and you see like this teenage kid you said bald head he's like he's like it's pale as a cloud you can see the moon just bouncing off of his forehead like he's just like a just a, a very pale shiny head you know and you see him like laughing to himself as he drags this fucking thing up onto the curb what do you do i mean i want to go out there and uh i don't know maybe i don't i don't want to like hurt him or anything like that but i want to i want to get like uh you know maybe uh just like a rock to put in my my you know just in case I need to hit him in the head but otherwise or just like a small weapon or something like that and just go out there and be like hey get the fuck out of here you know so you walk outside john cougar melon cam strides out behind you his bomber jacket on his distressed jeans but it's like a natural distress you know it's not like something he bought off the rack it's like he's just had these jeans since 88 you know yeah he walks out behind you he puts a hand on your shoulder and he goes you got this you see the kid there pulling it up onto the curb what do you say um i want to be polite so just me hey excuse me uh could you not move my recycling please kid stops he turns and he looks at you and he goes this is yours yeah, I mean, look, I'm I'm not trying to cause any problems for sanitation or anything like that. And if I if it's not in a specific place, they they won't take it. So if you could just like please, you know, not move that, I would really appreciate it. He goes, you know? "Oh, yeah, yeah, sure thing." And he just keeps pulling it up onto the sidewalk. He like clearly is not giving a shit. He uh he like uh starts to like push it down the street. What do you do? Um, I mean, I think I want to like turn around and look at, uh, John Cougar Mellencamp and be like, Hey man, are you going to back me up in this situation? Or like, uh, you know, like if I, if I, if I do something like what's, what's going on? He, uh, you say that to him, he flips down his night vision goggles <laughs> and he goes, I got your back. Did they go like. Yeah, he, he flips like, them down, yeah. and then they, he turns them on. It's, and you know, it just yeah. like, it like comes yeah, yeah. to life. <laughs> you hear it, yes. and honestly, it looks pretty fucking cool, man. Yeah, he looks like Splinter Cell. He looks like I the cover it. of Splinter Cell, but in a fucking distressed <laughs> leather bomber jacket. That's great. That's great. Okay, cool. I'm going with it. Uh, yeah. So I just go up to the kid and I'm just like, "Hey, can you get out of here? I really don't want. I I don't want to call the cops. I don't believe in the cops." Uh. Please just let's solve this peacefully. He laughs. He turns. He spits in your face. He spits in my face. He spits right in your fucking face. All right. Well, uh, I look towards JCMC and then I, uh, I, t- I kind of like give him one of these. Like just like, like I, I give him an okay sign and I just wind up and try to clock this guy. So you, uh, you like give him the okay sign. You see John Cougar Mellencamp nod in solidarity. <laughs> and you pull your right hand back and you put everything you've got into striking this child. So you punch this this kid in the head. He's probably uh 
standing for less than a second. You know, he just drops immediately, falls to uh, falls to the ground. His head uh, hits first, cracks open. Sidewalk turns Ooh. a shade of crimson that you'll dream about for the rest of your life. So he's just like laying there on the ground, and you hear John Cougar Mellencamp go, "Oh shit." <laughs> no you hear you hear him you hear a click and you see just like the green glow that's sort of illuminating your periphery just sort of fades away into a blackness and he goes uh hey man i got some priors i can't be here for this and he turns oh, around and walks on. back and you're just like what the fuck man and then you just hear the right and he drive, <laughs> he drives by right he drives past and uh you see that black bandana just hanging down flapping in the wind and then you hear uh you hear the sound of sirens in the distance already yeah you you look across the street there's an old woman in uh in her window on the phone she's totally nude oh what how old 88 really old yeah she's 88 she's just 88 years young uh Okay. Uh, well, I have to. Her name is um, Darlene uh, Skidmore, and she is New York's oldest nudist, ugh. according to oh, man. Nudist Today, a daily <laughs> publication for nudists. Uh, okay. Uh, I, uh, I run over to Darlene. I'm, I'm, I'm like, and I try to explain to her what happened. She's. I say she. Sorry, she's she's in her window and she sees you like coming and she just gets like this terrified look on her face. She closes her blinds and you hear her on the other side going, He's coming for me and I'm nude. <laughs> no, 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 no. And I yell, I'm trying to yell on the phone, like, no, 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 no. That's not what happened. Closer. You look over, you see a body just limp on the sidewalk. Uh I uh, I, I I run away. Where do you I run? just gotta book it? I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to like book it down the street, but like casually, not like I'm running from something. Just like, oh, I'm just out, you know, taking a stroll, you know. Yeah, so you just like casually run down the street at like 1:45 in the morning, like a normal person would. Uh, there's yeah. nobody else out but you. You no. you see the cherries and berries bouncing off of the buildings, and they come around and they uh, they surround you and they tackle you. It turns no. out uh, you killed a kid. <laughs> you kill the kid right there. Uh, you kill the kid after he you you saw him taking your recycling, and uh, you know you punched him as hard as you could, and you know had severe head trauma. Uh, and you like like the city doesn't like they can't prove it. You know what I mean? Like there there's like they they're like the our only witness as an 88 year old nudist and that's really what the case yeah. hinges on and frankly yeah. no jury in the tri-state area would believe her so you essentially get off scot free but yes the entire city gathers at the at the city limits and they all stand there and they go get the fuck out of here and you never come back again no no so you're uh, you're exiled, you uh, you leave New York City, and no. uh, as you as you stand at the edge of New York City at the at the edge of your fucking life and everything that you loved, you pull out your phone and uh, you you look on Monster.com and you see that they're hiring for a, a manager for a GameStop in no. Iowa, and you think, well, maybe I need to go cool off for a little while. You fill out the application right there. You're hired a week later. You moved to, to Dubuque. You live in a one-bedroom apartment 
until you turn 65 years old. And then uh, oh. eventually you just kind of say like, you know what? I can't keep doing this anymore. And you just walk out into traffic. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm probably walking out into what into the one car in traffic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got, I mean, GameStop had long closed. Uh, you bounced around from like retail establishment to retail establishment. You never made more than like 45 grand in a year. It was, oh. uh, it was a very, <laughs> it was a very hard existence. Every time you even thought about doing stand up again, you would just like Google yourself and it, it had not cooled off. So you just kind of, it was a pretty sad existence and you just walked out of the traffic. <laughs> oh man. I pop up even with all the Crystalia stuff. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, you murdered, you murdered a child in the middle of the night that almost assaulted a, a famous nudist, you know? Oh my God! America's oldest, or sorry, New York's oldest nudist from nudist today. Honestly, dude, it's kind. Of, I fucking it's kind of worth it just for a little bit of justice, yeah, you know, to, to kill a child <laughs> <laughs> to end your comedy career. I mean, at least I found out where those fucking. Yeah, I mean, fucking you solved John it. You had a good melon. Fucking John Cougar Melon Camp totally screwed me, man. I mean, you know. He draws a line with hitting kids. He thought you might tussle his hair, rough him up, take your garbage back, but you went straight to assault. <laughs> I guess I that yeah, was step one. True. You know, that's where you that's where you began, and unfortunately, ended the journey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You fucking died so. though. You got run over by a uh, by an antique car. <laughs> no yeah it was it was an old model t that a guy had like just got done restoring <laughs> no yeah his wife his wife passed away and uh he took all of the inheritance money and he sunk it into this model t and he was taking it out for his first drive his uh his maiden voyage he says he he named it the license plates is darley named after his wife and he came no. around this corner the corner where he first kissed her in the middle of a driving rain back when they were young and he looks at the lamppost so they kissed underneath and he smiles and you just walk right out in front of him and it ruins the car. <laughs> he hadn't even had it insured. It's totally fucked. His dream is ruined. <laughs> he just comes out like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's totally ruined though. <laughs> Your brains just splatter on the white walls. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> All right.